Moncrief on News Talk. Now, buying vintage clothes is a huge fashion thing among young people particularly, and one that is something of a political edge as it champions recycling over fast fashion. But not everyone who buys vintage clothes shares this point of view. In today's UK Independent, Oliver Keynes writes about how even vintage clothes are illuminating some political differences. Oliver, good afternoon. Afternoon. How are uh, we doing? Uh, hasn't it kind of always been the case that there are certain items of clothing that have had a political affiliation uh, um, at certain stages in our history? Uh, certainly uh, in a militaristic and a uniform sense, but never things that you would wear on a night out with mates. I mean, I think this is where it's got slightly awkward is because from my point of view, the clothes that I wore when I was like a fun, easygoing, broke student that I'd get from charity shops and that would be both fun, playful and cheap uh, in recent years have just turned into something that's become like a uniform for a, 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 an ideology that I have absolutely nothing in common with. Yeah. And it's made uh, quite sad. Uh, and uh, explain what Tradwife is. A Tradwife is a online community of uh, women who uh, have their own opinions and, you know, are free to think these things. But um, they feel that feminism, for example, has been a big mistake and has let women down. Uh, they yearn for a simpler time when men were men and women stayed at home, did the cooking, made the house. Um, and it often intersects with quite your more tra- traditional sort of alt-right or right-wing extremist uh, views. There's a lot of anti-vax sentiment within there as well. But what's curious about it is that it's manifested in this way of uh, co-opting 50s retro fashions, basically. So exactly the kind of things that were really, really hip about 20 years ago when there was a big burlesque revival, for example, um, you know, very, very sort of bold 50s colours and 50s patterns, floral patterns, big Marilyn-style hair, big red lips. Um have all been co-opted into a political viewpoint. And it's mind-blowing when you grew up just just very, very casually enjoying sort of retro clothing to see it being used in a very serious, very, uh, I find, quite dark way. Mm. The, the, uh, uh, but I suppose they're entitled to do that and, you know, you can't prevent somebody buying an item of clothing. Absolutely not. No, absolutely not. But at the same time, when I was young and wearing retro clothes it felt a bit like it was a sort of adventure and it felt a bit more it felt like it was very uh, away from the mainstream let's put it that way it was very unusual and borderline a bit eccentric sometimes you know to wear very daft old clothes um and what slowly as i've got older and got wiser uh is actually realizing that a lot of people maybe like wearing old clothes to signify a like of old uh social values mm. as if to say i'm you know i'm telling you that things I feel like things were better in the old days because I'm physically dressing like an old country squire or a country gent or or, or even worse. Yeah, because I, I, I suppose in a way you could see how people who have, uh, who wear vintage clothes have always uh, um, bought their, most of their clothes in vintage clothes shops would probably have a, a certain set of opinions. There would have been an environmental factor in there as well. And this kind of upends all of that. It does a bit, yeah. But then it's funny because also... Like I say, I mean, I, I, I'm very, I'm the first to admit that I was a bit an, an idiot 20 years ago, and I'm only sort of becoming more aware of things now. But when I recall going into vintage shops back in the day, the amount of uh, associated sort of retro posters and artwork that would be on the walls just were absolutely riddled with like casually racist uh, slogans, tropes, 
uh, depictions. It's 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 the whole thing has been quite an, an awakening for me. It's just to say, what the hell was I doing in there at the first place? Why was I associating myself with something that was so horrifically old fashioned, even when I was young, even when it was fun and ironic? Mm. Uh, but you were being fun and ironic, and I assume most of the other people in there were being fun and ironic too, rather than you were racist looking for a home. <laughs> <laughs> but you see, I think that that's the thing I worry about. Is maybe I was actually uh, think when, you know you you can just assume so much by seeing someone in in fun retro clothes, but actually I'm not so sure that people aren't trying to communicate something. Yeah, when they do it. Well, because I think possibly yeah. I was just being naive, and actually other people were much more aware immediately and had an upbringing that said. You know what? Things back in the day were better when things were simpler. Yeah, the the, the thing is, though, like uh, the polo shirt. That mm. it, it depends kind of on the context of who's wearing the polo shirt, and maybe even what period in history as to what that means. Absolutely, and and Fred Perry, I think, have had a real, and and a few other brands as well, such as Lonsdale uh, in London, have had quite an odd. Uh, corporate decision to make whereby they, they make a product completely naively uh, and innocently and yet it gets co-opted by a strong virulent subsect of uh, political ideology that is just completely at odds with what they believe and mm. you obviously can't stop someone buying your t-shirt but um, Fred Perry make a special and make a you know a, a black t-shirt with yellow piping and um, that was the one that was being worn by the uh, American right-wing group the Proud Boys uh, for quite a long time and Fred Perry just ultimately they stopped making it and distributing it because they didn't want any association with a sort of violent um, group of, of extremists. Yeah. Uh, and to respect. Yeah. And because, you know, obviously you might think of mods when you're uh, of a polo shirt, but I do remember in like in the 80s in Britain, certainly polo shirts were uh, very much favored by skinheads as well. Um, so it's kind of. I suppose it's, the, the, the clothes maker can't do anything about this, and it's kind of baffling why particular groups light on particular sorts of clothing. And there's two ways you can approach that. If you're positive and, and, and open-minded, you might say, well, I'm going to wear the shirt to, to detoxify it and to say not everyone who wears this shirt is a racist or is a thug. Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm possibly going the other way on that and actually thinking even if you give off the slight... Even if one in a thousand people might think, hang on, I know that shirt's like associated with, it's not worth it. It's mm. not worth wearing the old clothes if someone's going to think you're a horrible old, you know, uh, retro bigot, or if somebody, <laughs> you know, someone might think that you're a proud boy. I just think there are so many other options in life that even going faintly near something that could be offensive or could be perceived as being um, toxic is just not worth it. Yeah, it does make buying clothes hard work, though. Uh, in that, you know, you have to think about what it might represent. Where was it made? Is it fast fashion? You know, et cetera, et cetera. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, uh, but I'm a dad now, so I, I don't have to think about these things. People just, you know, I can. <laughs> <laughs> You've just given up then, Oliver. <laughs> uh, I think society has given up on me, to be honest. It's like nobody expects a dad to be in any way other than, you know, dad-like. And I'm prepared. I'm here to fulfill that role. One of my things that I'm absolutely set on is that every kid who has a dad needs a dad to have a load of embarrassing pictures of them as a kid like we're in really, really crap clothes so they can have a really big laugh at dad trying to be cool when he was like 22. Mm. And I've got those. I've got those in spades and I feel like that's my job done. Okay, fair enough. So what what, what do you wear now? How would you describe your style? Uh, dad in whatever he can get his hands on. Yes. 
<laughs> so you get and, them sniff it and then put it on. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Oliver Steeles, thank you very much for talking to us today. No worries, thank you. Moncrief, weekdays at 2 p.m. on News Talk.